Good afternoon, family. This is Dee Dee Banks, and it's Friday afternoon. God bless each and every one of you, and I hope and pray that you are healthy and you're doing well. And if you're not, I pray that God heals your body uh, so that you can be restored here very soon. This thing that we're going through, family, is so devastating and it is very, very serious. And we are not to live in fear because God is with us all. Um, But God is angry and he is, this is a way of him showing us that we need to turn to him. It's so important that we understand that God is in control of all of this. And he's allowed this thing to come upon the United States and the world. But uh, he's been angry with the United States for a very, very long time because the United States has become such an evil place uh, to live in. Uh, It used to be a wonderful place um, when it was more godly of God and they took God out of everything. And so um, God is just showing us how we need to turn to him, get on our knees and pray to him and repent of our sins and ask for forgiveness. Um, and and, and I, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's real. And if you think that you can rely on doctors and nurses and, and the news and, and everything to get healed, no, it's God. God is the healer and the deliverer of all things, family. We have lost today. 6,058 people in our country and 245,573 people have been diagnosed with this virus. So it's running rapid. It's running fast. Every hour, there's at least 30 or 40 deaths. And I'm staying on top of this because I have to not be afraid, but I have to be aware. And we have to be aware of protecting ourselves as much as possible. Now they're talking about we need to wear masks when we go out in the public. Well, we should have been doing that a long time ago. I've been doing that when I talked about um, on my podcast uh, in January when the first case started in in, um, uh, Washington State. I was talking about how we need to uh, wear masks when we fly, when we travel, and when we're we're going to and fro. I'm an asthmatic, so I'm a high-risk person. Plus, I'm an A-positive blood type, which they are now saying that we are vulnerable uh, for the virus. So if you're A-positive, it's something to think about that you really have to uh, protect yourself uh, more than more so than ever family so I just wanted to just share this with you and to let you know you already know most of you uh, but but God is in control of all and we have to be calm we have to be smart we have to be wise because uh, the devil has a tendency to play tricks on our minds so you have to stay balanced and and calm if you have children, they can't see you panicking about anything, but we just have to be diligent about how we are taking care of ourselves. Amen. So let's make sure that we are covering our mouth. You can use a bandana. Uh, now they're saying bandanas. Anything that you could tie around your face 
uh, when you go out into the public because they are saying it won't prevent you from getting it. But if you have something, you won't pass it on to others. Me personally, I think that if we cover ourselves, um, it we're better protected if someone coughs, sneezes, or talks uh, near us closer than six feet you know, we'll be, we'll be protected somewhat, whether, you know, more so than not having anything on our face at all. And then there's other remedies that, that you can do that I also talked about in one of my uh, episodes was um, use hydroperoxide. Um, It is a very good product to have. I just ordered me uh, six 32 ounces of it from Walmart online and it took a week to come but I have it you can take that and gargle with that and take some q-tips and stick that q-tip in the hydroperoxide and stick it in your nostrils uh, and inhale and then take the other side the other side of the q-tip stick it in the hydroperoxide and do the other nostril don't use the same uh, side that you used to do the first nostril and when you inhale that that's going to open up your sinuses okay gargle with that peroxide you cannot swallow uh, hydroperoxide but you can gargle with that and make sure that you take your toothbrush stick it inside that hydroperoxide and scrape your tongue that virus sticks on that tongue and go underneath the tongue also because those are areas that that get missed but gargle really good with your hydroperoxide and or listerine listerine kills germs too so if you don't have that listerine in the house go buy you some listerine go buy you some hydroperoxide they're cheap and you can um gargle with that and that will definitely help you Keep your sinus areas open because that is where the virus starts. It starts in your sinus areas uh, and that's where mucus builds up and that mucus travels down into our uh, lungs and that's how you catch pneumonia. This is what takes you, takes your, gives you shortness of breath because your lungs have been attacked and so it's hard to breathe. Being an asthmatic, it's hard to breathe anyway. So I am constantly trying to make sure that I get rid of the phlegm that tries to develop in my uh, chest. I loosen it up with uh, Vicks Vapor Rub or I put heat on my chest. Um, And also, I want you guys, this is really simple and cheap too. I do this every day for 15 minutes. Boil some water with sea salt, lemon peels, orange peels, and, and inhale that steam. Okay, inhale it. It will open up your sinus areas uh, also. So if you can do those things, it'll keep you open and it will cause you to drain your uh, sinuses to drain and always spit. Spit that stuff out. Spit it out. Spit it out in a in a napkin. Spit that thing out and throw that in the trash because that's the demon right there. That mucus is what you do not want inside of your body. If you cough and phlegm comes up, you spit right away. Okay? Trust me on this. Do not swallow and teach that to your children not to sniff mucus, to spit it out. Go to the bathroom and spit uh, that that mucus out. Okay, and um, you will, you will, what will happen, it doesn't cure the virus, 
but it wards off that virus, okay, until they come up with a uh, a cure for this thing. I'm really concerned about that vaccine that they're coming out with because they we don't know what's in that vaccine. We got to know what's in that vaccine before we start freaking out and going, uh, uh, getting in line for that vaccine. So we have to be very, very smart about it. Give that thing to God and God will reveal to us if that's something we should do or should not do because we're living in the last days and times and I don't know if that vaccine is part of the beast uh, uh, that's in in Revelation they talk about the mark of the beast so we can't let the devil uh, attack our minds and talk us into doing things out of fear that will hurt us in the long run and then we're part of the devil's tribe and we don't want to be a part of the devil's tribe Amen. And make sure you wear your gloves. If you have gloves, wear gloves. If you cannot wear gloves, please, please, please remember to wash your hands before you touch anything else. After you come from the store, anywhere, make sure you wash your hands and use hand sanitizer the same way you would wash your hands. Use it all over your wrist, your top of your hands, your fingers, your fingernails. And uh, so that you make sure that you are have disinfected your uh, your hands. That's very important about the hands and also your hair. Uh, we women, it's hard for us to emerge our hair in water every time we come in and out of the house. But what I do is I take a, a damp cloth and I go over my hair with uh, hot water, with a hot cloth. And I wipe down my hair. I try to keep my hair covered all the time. Uh, but make sure... Uh, that the men, the boys, uh, wash their hair because it's jumping on hair too. And it's jumping on the clothes. So when you're around a lot of people, take those clothes off, throw them in the washer, wash them by hand, just rinse them out, put a little bit of soap in there and wash them by hand and hang them up if you don't have a washer and dryer uh, in your home. If we could do these things, these few things would help us family. And I think that it will cut down a lot of us going to the emergency room um, and and getting into a a dire straight situation. Um, Most people are unemployed. If you're in the servant, uh, the service industry, um, a lot of people are out there hurting. I am praying for uh, you also if you have lost your job, if you've been laid off. But there is hope uh, because you're able to draw unemployment. Praise the Lord. You can get unemployment and they're going to give you an extra $600 uh, for the next few months to get you through. So make sure that you pay your rent. Um, they, they're they giving uh, the landlords till, you know, they can't evict anyone until uh, mid-May. They can start the process. The process takes a few weeks for people to, to get ev- evicted because they have to go through the courts. And uh, to go through the courts with this virus going on, that's going to be a little bit of of time also. But you don't want to take advantage of the fact when you get the money and you don't take care of your shelter, okay? It's not a time to take that money to splurge. When you pay on your credit cards, um, you pay the minimum until things get better, the minimum. But Call them if you can't pay anything at all and let them know. And they will be working with you also. As far as your car payment, call them too and let them know. And I think that they're going to be lenient also uh, at this time because there's so many people in the same situation 
as everyone. We're all in this together. Amen. And I just want you to just take this time to realize this is a time for us to show the love of Christ that I've been talking about all year. You remember the love challenge that I gave everyone at the first of the year is to love more. And uh, it's so interesting how God has given me a confirmation of what I was talking about in December and in January about uh, the love challenge and what we need to do because I had said to everyone that this was going to be 2020 was going to be a blessing explosion and it doesn't look like it because of so many people dying so many people are getting sick but family I promise you I promise you that there is light hope is light we're going to come through this there is light at the end of all this and the Lord is going to bless all of us who keep the faith in him and stay strong and stay focused on him because this is the time that he is showing us who he is and he wants us to turn our life around it's nothing to play with those that are don't know Christ that are um, sitting in the house and they're angry because they're they can't go anywhere and they're talk on Facebook talking about they want to have sex and should they have sex with this virus? This is why the Lord is angry right now because this country is Sodom and Gomorrah at its best. If you read the Bible about Sodom and Gomorrah, this is it, and that's why God is pissed off about this because sex and all this evil thing that we're doing that is not pleasing to God and not one sin is worse than sin is sin we can't pick and choose what sin we can't say my sin is different than your sin because we all are sin I know I sin almost I have to repent almost every day because I have a tongue that will say some stuff every once in a while that is not nice to uh, in my house. Uh, you know, I get mad in my house. And uh, I have to repent because I know that when I get in a bad mood and there's something that I don't like or something, is, I just, I get an attitude sometimes. I'm sweet as pie, but I got that other side too that will put somebody in my house in place uh, in a minute. And I have to go and I have to repent. God said, Get, you can be angry, get angry, but do not sin, okay? And so I, I know I'm not a perfect person. Uh, uh, I'm far beyond perfect, and I know that. I'm imperfect. I say it all the time. I'm an imperfect person, but we need to work on these things that are, are not pleasing to God, okay? We have to work on these things, and thinking about sex and thinking about ripping people off by gouging um, prices on merchandise at a time like this is one of the worst things that we can do because it intensifies the anger of Christ uh, about what he sees in us. And so I just beg and plead with you, family, for those of you that don't understand how serious this is, just turn on CNN and look at the hospitals and the people that are in the hospitals. See, it won't hit anybody you won't really get the gist of it until you lose somebody that's very close to you that you are in love with. When you lose a loved one and you you can't watch them suffer because they are dying in the hospitals and the family members can't even be with them when they die. 
How awful is that, family? This is so terrible. This is terrible. We are separated from our family, from our friends, from we can't go anywhere. It's been shut down. Everything is shut down. So all we have is who you have in your dwelling. That's it. And and we have to look at that and we have to take care of them. We have to be thankful for what we have. It may not be all that you want, but God has provided us with all that we need at this time. Amen. So please, 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 I plead the blood of Jesus over the minds of the people that do not understand how serious this is. And they're on Facebook joking about not being able, how we're going to look if we can't have weaves and, and makeup and eyelashes and laughing at each other. And I know it's all in fun, but this is a serious time. And, you know, beauty is only skin deep. We can do without all those things, lashes and weaves and makeup. Yes, we can. And yes, we are beautiful. We can do without these things, but it's not funny to say that if you don't have those things, you're not attractive because beauty is only skin deep. Trust you me. And those that don't wear weaves and eyelashes and makeup, you may be beautiful without all those things, but God looks at the heart. And if you got an ugly heart, you just as ugly as you think people will be if they don't have those eyelashes and they don't have those weaves and they don't have those uh, uh, that makeup on. Amen. That is the truth. Okay, so we need to stop attacking one another. Stop thinking about sex. Stop thinking about the negative things that are causing um, us to be in a negative state of mind. It's important that we keep our eyes on Christ and keep our eyes on what is going on. Don't be blindsided by the devil uh, because that's what the devil wants us to do. The devil wants us to attack each other and and uh, be against each other so that he can slip up. We're going to go do all these things that's going to be very, very harmful to our, our lives, our community. Be careful with drinking alcohol. Be careful of using drugs. Those of you that are in programs uh, because you once were an alcoholic, please don't get weak and call the people that are in charge of the programs that you were a part of to help get you through and, and your church leaders to pray for you. Connect yourself with somebody that is involved in the church so they can pray over you also. Okay, if you're not a churchgoer, you know somebody in church. You know somebody in your family is in church. And you know what? You ask them to pray for you. And you also learn to pray for yourself. Okay, it's about prayer right now. Getting on your knees and asking God to give you a clean heart so that he can hear you. Because if your heart ain't clean, God can't hear He's not going to to listen to those that's not going to honor him. So just be mindful of these things and uh, and connect with him as um, as soon as uh, you get this quiet time to do so, because that's what um, he wants us to do. Amen. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I just want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you for this this day that you have given us. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Um, 
uh, to be able to bless you, Father God, and to thank you for giving us life. Father God, I ask that you heal the hearts of the people who have lost family members and friends due to this coronavirus, uh, Father God. And I ask that you send your war angels out and protect our neighbors, our uh, communities, our state, our, our the world, God, everywhere around us, Father God. I know you're angry, Father, but we are repenting of our sins and we're asking for forgiveness, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And we ask that you bless us financially, Father God, that we don't ruin what you have already blessed us with, Father. Bless our finances, God. Get us back to work. Those that have lost their jobs, Get jobs for the people that have lost their jobs, Father God, or give them new jobs. Uh, This may be an opportunity to get a better job. Whatever it is, Father God, restore us. Restore our communities. Restore our country. Restore the world, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, touch each and every person that is listening on this uh, podcast, Father God. I thank God for each and every one of them who are listening, Father God, and I ask that you... uh, Uh, Bless me, Father God. Keep me healthy and keep me strong so that I can keep reaching out to your people, Father God. It doesn't matter if it's only one person that listens to this podcast. I appreciate the one person because it's it's all about you, Father God. And if I can help anyone and change anyone's life, just one person, that's all that matters, Father. I love you. I praise you. And I'm going to keep on praising you through the good times and the bad times because you have been so good to me. And you have been so good to our listeners, Father God. And we are going to be grateful and thankful for all that you're going to do, Father God. Because we know you're going to get us to the other side. Because you said you'll never leave us nor forsake us, Father God. And we're standing on your word because your word is truth. So we're going to just keep on praising you. We love you, Father God. And we thank you for this glorious and this beautiful day. In Jesus' matchless name, amen. That's it for now, and I'll talk to you very soon. God bless. Good afternoon. This is Dee Dee Banks, and I am so happy to be able to come before you and speak to you today because life is not promised. I'm doing well. I'm healthy. I stay at home. And I hope that you're doing the same and that you're healthy and that your family is healthy. And God bless those who have lost family and friends uh, due to this dangerous virus. And I hope that the Lord comforts your soul and uh, get you back to where you were before. As we all know, uh, we are born and then we have to die. Unfortunately, this way that we are dying is, is not a good thing because we are not able to be with our friends and loved ones uh, at the time that they come down with this disease. We are all uh, quarantined and our lives, our friends' lives are in the hands of uh, the healthcare uh, industry to pray over them, to comfort them uh, during this this tough time. So I give honors to all those frontline responders, you know, the healthcare workers, you know, all of the essential workers who are out there trying to keep us uh, up and going, feeding us and, and taking care of us and doing all the things that, that we need uh, 
to have done for us to keep our country going. Um, we uh, want to make sure that when the census comes around, it has been around, that you go online and that you get counted, your household is counted for the census because African Americans have been undercounted over the last 10 years and we need to be counted because this virus has exposed how many African Americans and Hispanics and Latinos do not have health care. It's not right. Um, I have heard uh, rumors of uh, people who have gone to the hospital, have they been treated due to their social status and being turned away uh, because of no health care. So, family, it's important that we uh, be accounted for and it's important that we make it to the polls this year. I don't care if you're blind, crippled, and crazy. We have got to get out and vote uh, this election more than ever before because it has shown us, this country has shown us how unprepared we really, really are. And we need leadership that is going to put us in a position that we will be able to respond efficiently and quickly and efficiently when something like this uh, attacks us. This has been devastating. And African Americans have been targeted the most. So family, if you're an African American, it's important that you stay home, okay, Uh, if you can. I know that we are hurting financially. Um, Some of uh, us, our people, have lost jobs. Things have shut down. But I thank God for the stimulus check. I don't know if you've received yours yet. I haven't, and there's many that I know that haven't received it yet. But um, there's the stimulus check that keeps you afloat just for a little bit because that's not a lot of money. But unemployment, they're giving $600 extra uh, for your unemployment. So, you know, we can't be greedy and we have to think about our lives, our health, and being exposed to others who are uh, asymptomatic too, that don't know they have it. They're going around functioning with no symptoms, but they're uh, infecting other people. So this is a very dangerous time for Hispanics, Latinos, and African Americans that we think wisely, and we need to stay home. We need to stop chasing things in life that really, really don't matter. Material things that really, really don't matter. We just need the basics, the the essential things that we need right now to get us through this virus. The weather is getting ready to get hot here in the next week or so. So they said that that's going to change a few things. But until they come up with testing that we can be tested, I think that it's best to stay as close to home as you can. And if you're working, wash your hands and wear your mask. Don't be going to these parties Don't be going to these concerts. Don't be going to these um, uh, hairdressers and barbers and things like that. I know it's hard to 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 say we are we are most of us are looking just as you know, we're looking unkept a little bit. But I tell you um, what I discovered from this. I tell you, my nails, I've been getting my nails done for 42 years, the toes and the hands, figures uh, for 42 years. And when um, they shut down the nail salons and I could not go, I was forced 
to uh, do my own nails only to discover that underneath when I took that acrylic off of my nails my nails are damaged my toenails are damaged my fingernails are damaged my hair I had four inches of I lost four inches of my own natural hair from from not um, getting my ends cut the hairdressers were just putting stuff in my hair they weren't cutting my ends and that's my own fault because I, I wasn't paying attention but I lost four inches of hair I had like almost 18 inches of length and I lost four of it uh, to split ends so it made me realize that I need to stay away from those places and I need to do my own hair and I need to do my own nails after giving up all that money um, you know, for these years, uh, having other people do things for me because it's just more convenient, but it's a life lesson for me. I have beautiful hair and I'm sure, uh, you have beautiful hair too. So many women have beautiful hair, whether you have hair or not. Um, it's important that we take control of our uh, bodies and do things ourselves and have control of what's going on with our hair, our nails, our health, uh, because out there the hospitals don't care about us, so we need to take better care of our health, eat right, stop eating all these bad foods, because when that virus comes down on us, that our immune system is so weak because we have so many uh, pre-existing illnesses that our bodies can't handle that virus, so that's why we're dying at a fast pace so we need to take better care of ourselves it's fine and it's fun to go and uh, have other people take care of our hair and our nails but I'm just saying that we have to take time and take a look and learn how to do our own self so that we're not caught in a situation where we are dependent on someone else when things like this uh, happen amen also uh, this epidemic has brought a lot of domestic violence into the homes and um, people are just not being able to get along with one another. Husband and wives or boyfriends and girlfriends are fighting one another and abusing one another. And so we've got uh, a lot of that going on. The statistics are very, very high. So we have to be careful of that family. Um, I know when things are open, you know, we're free to go and come anytime you want to. And Bobo or, or, or Momo, you know, when you have something other, something, some other interest on the outside, it just helps keep uh, the fire down. But when you have to look at one another, look at your kids, look at your husband, look at your boyfriend, look at your job, look at your friends. I mean, we have been forced to take a look at our lives. You look in the mirror, you got to look at yourself. I mean, it is so serious and it's a way of God letting us know um, what we need to be doing. You know, we get so busy running to and fro, doing all these busy things. But when the uh, rubber meets the road, a lot of the things that we do are so unimportant and we forget to know who God really is. We can't develop that relationship. We can't hear what he's saying to us. You know, we don't have time to read the word. We don't have time to, to uh, uh, you know, just do anything that's, that is, uh, that are things that build a quality uh, lifestyle. Our children are running amok. Now, family, you have a, you're forced 
to do your homework with your kids because everything is online. So you have to spend time with your kids. You can no longer pawn them off on the school. You can't pawn them off on the babysitter. You have to look at your children and spend time with your children. And you would be surprised where they are in their minds, uh, where they are uh, academically, where they are socially. Uh, you know, it's it's time to get involved with our children. Um, a lot of bullies are out there. So this is the time to find out if you have a bully, if your children are bullies. Uh, are they the ones out here causing all this chaos amongst each other, spreading hate and uh Uh, torturing other children it's time to take a look at your children and it's time to um, you know turn to the Lord get to know who Jesus Christ is a relationship with Christ so that when something comes down upon us we are able to withstand it because we have Jesus Christ in our lives amen I'm telling you right now that it's so so important to know the word of God and to have that relationship with Christ for times such as this. Another thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, social media. Social media has been up more than ever before, and it makes so much sense because we are confined uh, in the house, and all we have is is television and social media. So, um, uh Bubble, Tinder, and Grinder. I had never heard of any of these um, before, but uh, in the month of March, um, it went from 9.3 million to 10.2 million. Isn't that amazing? Social media. And Tinder alone had 3 billion swipes in March. So that's telling me that this is what we are doing. We are out there communi- communicating in cyberspace we are dating and talking and and i hope not meeting up but uh, setting up to meet up and uh and you just have to be careful out there family because you don't know who you're dealing with um out there on that social media social media will bring on a lot of uh things like catfishing ghosting gaslighting uh, and love bombing. Love bombing is really big. You know, people, uh, you know, they catfish you and pretend like they're so in love with you and you get all caught up into what you think they look like or what they're saying to you. And then you end up being in a mental mess because you uh, spent time believing these things. Now, if you are the type of person that takes this stuff for face value and you're doing it for fun, that's fine and dandy. You might be a a narcissist, who knows? Uh, But anyway, for the average person who is looking for love, you have to be very, very, very careful at this time because uh, these people on social media are using it as a platform to bully people, take advantage of people, taking their money, you know, stealing your heart, uh, breaking your heart. Um, just so many things are involved in social media. And make sure you're watching your children and uh, making sure that they're not meeting up with people um, that are older than them or they're doing something that is illegal or something very harmful to them. So this is a eye-opening time that uh, we are supposed to be 
really, really paying attention to our lives and what the devil has in store for you. Okay, because the devil is truly using this time to take us out. And we have to be mindful of it. They are going to open up America here pretty soon. Georgia has already opened. They're opening up tomorrow. All the barbershops, all the non-essentials are open up in Georgia. And some other states, the governors are opening them up too. Uh, Vegas is not opening up just yet. They're trying to figure out how they're going to do that, um, which is a big loss to us. I love Las Vegas since I've moved on this part of the country. I love me some Vegas, but unfortunately... That is a very dangerous city at this time due to everything is is so close quarters and, and uh, you know, touchy and, and uh, it's a lot of people. So uh, I'm praying for the city of Las Vegas uh, that they come back, bounce back very soon and figure out, a, figure out a way that they can open up so that we will all be safe. You know, this country will never be the same again, family. Never, ever, ever. Why is because we don't know about this virus. It's it's very dangerous and we don't know what's going to kill it completely. They're going to come out with a vast vaccine that I would not trust because we don't know what's going to be in the vaccine. But we just need to, we're going to have to be uh, distant with one another uh, as far as church. I don't know how we're going to deal with, go forth with church anymore, you know, um, being in close quarters and praying with each other and hugging one another and holding hands and praying over each other. I mean, it is a whole different ball game now that I'm, I'm truly, truly concerned about. But I have given it to God and I, I just ask him to help us uh, figure this thing out because we'll never be the same again. Um, and we need to be doing a lot of praying family. Um, the next thing that I wanted to really go into was, um, at this time, you know, when the, when the country opens up, we are going to, um, be dealing with each other in a way that is different than ever before, like I say, and I'm talking about relationships, and I wanted to share with you, now, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, um, but when it comes to love and relate relating to one another, men and women, you know, relating to one another, it's something that I love, I've always loved, I've always had an interest in, and I discovered that from me dating myself and uh, connecting with other people who have been in the dating world and what they have gone through and the challenges of um, the life of being single, um, even married too, but but single. And there is a personality uh, disorder out there that I wanted to share with you all that I have been talking about in other episodes, but I haven't been able to get into details because it is so deep. This personality disorder is so uh, devastating. It will devastate you. And I pray if you have the disorder, the narcissist disorder, that I'm praying for you that you get healed uh, from this thing. It's something that happens in, in your childhood and, um, men and women when they when they become a narcissist um 
is something that they they're they're just callous people. They have no feelings. They don't care for anyone but themselves. And you, they do a lot of love bombing. You know, they come into your life and they make you feel like they're in love with you. I mean, they it's a, it's called a love bomb. And they drop that bomb on you and you don't know if you're coming or going. And you are so sucked into the beauty. If they're good looking, you're so, so sucked into um, their personality because they know the right things to say. Their sex is incredible. Just everything about them. But once they come into your life and they get, you're called a supply. And so once they come into your life and they get you 100%, you know, because their goal is to get you caught up 100%. And then once they get your heart 100% where you don't want anybody else because that love bomb is so powerful, then they dump you. They ghost you. A lot of them ghost you. And what ghosting means, I'm sure you know already, means that people just disappear. And they disappear for months or weeks or sometimes years without any explanation after they love bomb you. So here you are, heartbroken and devastated. You don't know what uh, what went wrong. You don't know what happened. So you can get that. Or when they come into your life and once they get you 100%, they tell you that you're crazy. They start doing things to you. You catch them doing things and then they claim that they didn't do them. They're big liars. Um, so they lie. They cheat. And I just... You know, I am praying that you don't meet them if you haven't met them. And if you have met them, you're going to have to ask God to deliver you uh, from such a devastating uh, relationship, what has happened to you. And so it's it's a, uh, I'll say it's a spirit of Satan, okay? Because when you are, a, when you are a man or woman of God, you will never have those, these traits. There's no way that you would have traits like this. This is these traits that I am finding uh, about a narcissist is nothing of God at all. And so if you're a loving person, if you're a person that is looking for a serious relationship, look up the definition of a narcissist, okay? I'm saying this because... When I found out uh, what it who what that personality type was, I discovered when I looked back in my life, and the ones that, you know when I was single and dating, the ones that I cared for the most, the ones that hurt me the most, had those characteristics of the narcissist. So I do not want you, if you haven't experienced what I'm talking about yet. I do not want you to ever go through that uh, ever again. I've I've only been in love a couple of times in my life, but when I did fall in love, I fell very, very hard, and I um, was devastated. And you know, when you live in, uh, I tell you, I uh, the Washington D.C. area, Maryland, the D.M.V., Maryland, Virginia, D.C. I tell you, them them brothers taught me a lot. Okay, I learned a lot because I was a woman that. Uh, came from, uh, was raised in, U- well, not raised in Utah, but anyway, I left Utah at a very young age. I married at a very young age, and I moved away from here. But it's something about the East Coast men. Oh, my goodness. If they didn't teach me something, oh, my God. But I tell you, I love the experience. I love 
uh, living on the East Coast for 30 years. I enjoyed it. I had a great life. But I tell you what, there are some games there. Okay? And uh, and when I discovered that I had dated a few narcissists, I was like, oh my God, this needs to be exposed. Because uh, when I read stories, I even bought the, a book uh, that, that a guy wrote. And the name of the book is called, let me get it. It is called Prepare to Be Tortured. And it's by A.B. Jameson. And it says, the price you will pay for dating a narcissist. Okay. So, um, this book was written, oh, oh, okay, he's a psychologist. Okay. And this is what it says on the back of the book. It says, the first book by a psychologist, Andrew Jameson, begins with a cracking fictional story based on actual events and peppered with facts. Further chapters chapters give insight into all things narcissistic, but laced through with personal anecdotes and humor. Invaluable advice and firsthand experience This is the book everyone should have as part of their dating syllabus, okay? So, it says also, you have finally found the partner of your dreams and everything is rosy. Then before you know it, life becomes a living hell. How could this have happened to you? Well, A.B. Jameson, he breaks it down. And, uh... That is, I've been reading it, it, it's an awesome book, and I also uh, read online, uh, it's Quora, um, and they talk a lot about narcissist personality, and I was so devastated, so I'm just bringing this up, because now that there's hardly any human touch anymore, you know, we can't, we can't, how we meet people today is very different, and if you're out, if you're a sexual person, and, um, you know, you need to be uh, in a sexual uh, relationship uh, with someone. I just say you have to be careful. You've got two things up against you. You've got uh, the virus that's out there. Asymptomatic people, asymptomatic people, excuse me, uh, have that virus with no symptoms. They need to be tested. Just like back in the day that, you know, you you required someone to go get that test to see if they had AIDS or not before you had sex with them. Now, it's the same thing with this virus. They need to be tested, okay? And even, you can't even test that really because some of these tests are false. They may say negative, but you may be positive. So, it's so scary out there, family. So, um, we've got that that we have to deal with and you've got personality disorders that you got to deal with and you have to be mentally strong in order to deal with this beast of a personality and the beast this virus okay so just be careful out there on social media meeting people uh, talking to people that you have not met and even when you meet them you really don't know them you got to get to know people these days in order to find love you know you really need to pray about it and you really need to know what you want you can't be out there just blindly just going to and fro and you really don't know what you want in a relationship if you're not interested in marriage that's fine too. You're only looking for companionship. That's fine too. But when it comes to that sexual thing, 
getting close to someone and having sex with someone, baby, you are headed for a living hell, a life in hell, because people are playing serious games uh, on the mind, tricking the mind. So you uh, and I'm praying for those that are the ones that are the 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 evil ones that are putting all this stuff on out there and tearing up people's hearts and causing so much destruction and, and separation and division because you you know you're careless and you can't love because this world is uh should be built on love and i am so thankful to see this virus has brought people closer together there's been a lot of um musician well people who are um um what can i say uh, actors, actresses, uh, musicians, uh, comedians, people are coming together that have money and they're donating thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, into funds to help um, African-Americans, people who have lost their lives. And, and they're trying to come together and uh, donate masks and, um, you know, the needs of the hospital so that we can be taken care of better then this country has been taking care of us and we have to take care of one another and we need to take care of each other's well-beings our hearts okay we have to love one another better than we've been loving one another in the past and this virus has shown what we really really need to do we need to come together as one because nobody cares about us so if nobody cares about us we need to care about us and we need to care about each other instead of tearing each other down we need to teach our children to love and we need to love better you know and you know this love bombing i love love bomb you know if you're gonna love bomb let it be real the real bomb you know love and love sincerely if you have a personality disorder that you are callous and uh, you really don't have empathy or sympathy for people, you need help. You need to go and see a psychiatrist. But first of all, you need to go to Jesus and ask. You need to have a relationship with Christ and get delivered from that thing. And I'm serious about that. You need to be delivered from it. I say it, I'm repetitive. I say it over and over again. But it's so important in this day and time. So I'm not going to be on. I've been talking for looks like 27 minutes now, but I'm going to sign off because I don't want to put you to sleep. But in any case, um, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. And what we need to do is we need to um, stay together, you know, be strong and stay home. Okay, so stay together, stay strong and stay home during this time until this and until this epidemic uh calms down you know and get out of our neighborhood we rebuke that thing satan we rebuke you in the name of jesus and that virus is of satan so we rebuke that thing in the name of jesus okay and we want to stay safe protect your family protect your friends love one another call one another text one another video chat one another whatever you may do but let's Keep social dis social um, uh, interacting with one another, uh, social distance distancing as our number one priority in washing our hands. Amen. And uh, building our immune system. Okay, 
Google how to build a stronger immune system. Let's eat right. Let's get out and exercise so that we can feel better. Let's fight this thing together. Okay, let's save one another. All right. I love you and thank you for listening. Um, Let me pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. We thank you for allowing us to live today. We thank you for allowing us to enjoy this day, to breathe, to see, to walk, to feel. Just everything that makes up the human body, Father God, we thank you today. Lord, we ask that you bless those that have lost loved ones during this epidemic, Father. Comfort their hearts. Bring them closer together, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Bring the families closer together, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you touch the hearts and the minds of your people that we know and that we know that you are our Lord and Savior, Father God. And without you, we are nothing. Father God, show us how to love one another better. As an African-American uh, woman and African-American men and children, God, help us to come together stronger than ever before. And help us and show us how to love better and save better and, and learn to have a relationship with you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, not only just African-American, but all uh, of your people, the Hispanics, the Latinos and Latinas, Father God, we are dying at a fast pace. Lord, and we ask that you cover us with your blood as we're out there working on the front lines to protect the people and, and, and are getting infected by helping others, Father God. We ask that you cover us with your blood, with your protection, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We love you, God, and we ask that you bless our finances, Father. Bless our finances, Father God, so that we can still function and and do what it is that we need to do uh, to keep things going uh, in our neighborhoods and and, uh, just in our lives, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you keep us close to you. No matter what happens, Lord, we ask that you keep us close to you. Those that are unsaved, Father, we ask that they get saved. We want to spread the gospel everywhere we go and to let people know that you are the joy and the peace of this world. And without you, we won't be happy. There won't be peace. There won't be love. There won't be joy because that's what you are. And if if we don't have you, in our lives. There's no way that we can be happy, Father God. And we ask that you open the minds of your people. Lord, we love you. We're just going to keep on praising you. Keep us safe no matter what. And those that are ignorant and don't know no better, Father God, watch over them too, Father. In the name of Jesus, watch, watch over the nursing homes, Father God, the elderly, the sick. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, fill our tables with food, Father. Some people are going hungry. We ask that you help us help the poor and the needy, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you, and we're going to keep on praising you through the good and through the bad. And we know we're going to get through this because we have to go through something to get to something. And we know that to get through that something is on that other side after we get get through with this that we're going through. We're going to get through it. We know it, Father. We have faith that you're going to bring us through, okay, without a spot or a wrinkle. And we look forward to it, God. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' matchless and marvelous name, amen. 
Okay, family, that's it. I've gone on too long and I will be talking to you soon. And we're going to be talking more about this narcissistic, uh, narcissistic personality. I'm going to give you uh, stories that I've uh, from people who have posted things uh, online about different experiences about what they went through with the narcissist. And uh, I'm going to share it with you because I want you to have a happy summer. It's going to get hot. Spring has sprung and it's time to have some fun, but at a distance. Okay. And so we're going to, I'm going to arm you with some information that's going to help you protect your heart and be mindful and watchful of that enemy, that narcissist personality that's out there destroying people's lives. Okay. So until then, I'll talk to you soon. Be blessed.